Hello and welcome to another episode of the Cherished Daughters Podcast with your host, Tavoya Conover. Hey guys, how are you ladies? I'm back. So happy to speak to you guys again today. Life is good. God is good. There have been some challenges. That's just real life. But uh, we are doing great. We are doing great. There's no complaints. We're getting closer and closer to September, launching this program. And um, God's been revealing some other great things to me. I had two or three women in my life have wonderful praise reports. And it just really encouraged me, you know, to know that you may be going through a wilderness season. God may have made you some promises. You may be standing on those promises, going through your day-to-day life. Doesn't really look like you're having um, any progress. You're not really even getting any closer to that, that goal that you have in mind. And then I've watched in the, la- the last two, I've watched God literally do miracles they went from not having to being completely adequate and above what they wanted or would have thought to ask for um and both of the instances what really excited me about God was that the sources from which God answered or did these miracles they they never saw it coming. Like neither of them ever saw it coming. And it just it just goes to show that just because you are in a place where you don't know how God is going to do it, that's actually a good thing. Because when God does a miraculous thing, it takes it's just that. It's a miracle. It doesn't make sense. It it comes out of nowhere. It it nothing about its environment says that this should have happened or it should have existed. And that is how God shows himself mighty. And he always uses other people. And in both of these instances, they were these when God made them the promise to deliver, they didn't even know these people. Isn't that amazing? Like, wow. The the people, the vessel that got used to bless them with the miracle, they didn't even know, I would say, a month before. They didn't even know them. So they've been walking with God through these promises for months and months and months. God telling them that he's going to bring them out, that he's going to do a thing. And their miracle, they didn't even know. Like, the way that God came through was through a wilderness that they didn't even know like a vessel that they were completely unfamiliar with it just blessed me guys like it just blessed me so I just want you to be encouraged that you don't have to know how God is going to do what he is going to do just trust that he is who he says he is that his word can't return to him void and so that um, brings us to our topic for today and that is when our prayer life grows cold so when you are going through these seasons and you are waiting on God's promise you may grow weary which I know I have especially in this season of my life the last eight months or so and you may get so bogged down with all of the things that are 
not going the way that you want them to go hence the wilderness because you're not in control and nothing is making sense to you so you may be so inundated with trying to figure these things out on your own might that you're not really praying and that your prayers are more like a constant petition for God to do something and then there's just a one-sided prayer and so your prayer life grows cold and you may be wondering God why am I not hearing from you or I found myself wondering God why am I not hearing from you the way I used to or we used to do this and I used to experience you this way and um I wanted to bring to you ladies today just some tools on how to pray how do we pray so when we're going to this next level we're believing god for these next level things he's revealed this next level that we're supposed to be on or he's taking us to we are going to need prayer like never before so how do we pray so i'm reading a book again and i think i've mentioned this book before on the podcast and i returned to this book it's called disciplines of a godly woman and the author is barbara hughes it's an older book i think it was originally printed in 1997 um but it's so powerful it's so relevant and she goes through um just the disciplines of the life of a godly woman and one of those uh one of the first things she covers in the book is how to pray and i took um the five points that we're going to be touching on from her book and it really refreshed me um because sometimes we want an answer and so all we do is ask god ask god ask god ask god please give me please give me i need i need And then we are frustrated because our prayers are not being answered the way we want them to. Or our experience with God is different than it was in a a previous season. When we were not in a wilderness season. So the first thing that we should do is we should meditate on God and on his word. So meditation is... It's going to be the thing that keeps us in the right mindset to have a powerful prayer. Prayer time with God. So we are to meditate on him and on his words. So what does that look like? So you may be going through only God knows what. The first thing that you want to do in your morning is get up. And you want to meditate on God. The first thing that you put into your spirit. So that you're equipped to handle everything that the day is going to take. Is going to bring you. The first thing you want to do. Equip yourself. You need this. This is what's going to help you get through everything. And some of of the meditation um, scriptures that I have. And what that would help you. If you say like what do you mean meditate on him. Very practical tips. Meditate on scripture. So Psalms 143 and 8 says, this is what helped me. Let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love. For I have put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go. For to you I entrust my life. Let the morning bring me word 
of your unfailing love. So do you see as you continue to meditate on that first thing in the morning, you're allowing the morning to bring you word of his unfailing love, which means God is incapable of failing you. You know he loves you. So let the morning bring you word of his unfailing love. Let you put your trust in him. Put your trust in him. Know that his love is incapable of failing you. So you're able to put your trust in him. You're going to do this first thing in the morning. You're going to meditate on this. You're going to think upon it and meditate on it and turn it over and over in your mind. And you're going to have more scriptures. Another one that I have is Psalm 144 and 13. The Lord is trustworthy. Psalm 144 and 13 says, The Lord is trustworthy in all he promises and faithful in all that he does. The Lord is trustworthy in all his promises and faithful in all he does. So in this season, this helps me to know that the Lord is trustworthy. I can trust in him. I can trust him and everything he's promised me. I'm trust. I can trust him. And then again, he's faithful in all he does. He's faithful. He's not going to let me down. He's not going to let me down. Then I have another scripture. It says the Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. Great is our Lord and mighty in power is his understanding. He has no limit. So if I'm bowed down saying to him, God, I need you. Help me, please. I need to know that his mighty power, he understands me. He's great. His understanding has no limit. Even when I am reminded of all of this, that he's trustworthy and all his promises and he's faithful. If I get to the point where I am bowed down, I need him. He still understands me. He's there. And then again, another scripture, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of all wisdom. So I'm wise to fear God, to revere him, to know who he is, to trust in his mightiness, to look at his mighty power, to allow the morning to bring me word of his unfailing love. That that proves that I am wise. And then also to know that I don't need to despise the Lord's discipline and don't resent his rebuke because the Lord disciplines those in which he loves. So if I'm learning a lesson, if God is telling me that I need to do something differently, don't be upset, Tavoya, because he understands, but he also loves you. So he's going to discipline those he loves. So these are the things that help us. And I encourage you, like when you when you are meditating, some of the best words to meditate on if you're going through a season are the psalms the psalms are the way they're I, I look at them like they they coach your spirit they they just encourage you you know they just help you feel the weight of life and the encouragement that accompanies it when david wrote these psalms remember he was on the run from saul all those years after knowing he was king he's running for his life and that's when he wrote most of these psalms the second thing that we are to do is to confess. So we are to confess our sins to God. You know, tell him about any sin that you know 
that you have in your heart. Confess anything that's troubling your spirit, anything that has been bothering you. Speak to God. He wants to hear it. Let him know what you're going through. I might tell him, God, you know, today I just, I need your help to go through this. Because yesterday I felt like X, Y, and Z. I really had a problem with trying to figure out why this happened. I really don't understand, God. I'm really upset by this. This is still troubling me. I gave this to you, but it keeps coming back and I still want to pick it up. God, I need you to help me with this. Be truthful. Confess it. Confess your sins, whatever they are, however small they may be, however big they are. If you feel like you're shame of it, speak it, bring it into the light so that God can heal it, so that he can deal with it. He can handle it. Remember, the word just said he's understanding. Confess it. Confess your sins to God. Then after you confess your sins... Then you go into adoration. And adoration is simply just talking about all those things that you adore about God. Just reverencing and how wonderful he is. He's the creator of heaven and earth. That thank you God for giving me life. Thank you God for waking me up today God. For without you I can't even breathe. God you are my everything. In you I live and breathe and find my being is what the word tells us. God you are the creator of heaven and earth. All of earth sings your praises. The mountain, nature, everything cries out and your glory. It worships you God. We thank you God. All of heavenly hosts bows down before you and sing glory. The angels, the seraphim in heaven sing, Holy, holy, holy are you, Lord God Almighty. God, you are so mighty. Look at the earth. Look at the sky. Look at the trees. Everything that you made is good. It's beautiful. It's mighty. I can't cause myself to breathe one more breath. I can't make my heart beat one more heartbeat. I can't make myself wake up in the morning. All of this, all that I am, all that I have, all that I ever will be, is because of you, Lord God. You are so mighty. You are wonderful. You are loving. You are everything, Lord God. Begin to bask in his mightiness and his glory and his awesomeness. That, Lord, you, you are mighty to say, save that everything, every knee shall bow. Every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. That you are king of kings and you are the Lord of lords. There is none above you, Lord God. Just begin to adore him. Worship and adore him. You may want to sing praises to him. You may want to worship in song and in praise. Just praise and worship our God. This will allow us once you begin to praise and worship God for who he is and at this time I will put on worship music and even let it play in the background as I worship and adore him sing worship songs however you want to do it just make sure you include include adoration in your prayer time with him and then number four is submission you want to submit to God submit your day God I submit to you my day I submit to you my life God May I do today what you have for me, God. 
May I do the thing that you have for me to do today. I submit my will to you. The thing that I want to do, the place that I think I want to go, if it's not what you have to me, will you reveal to me what it is you have for me to do, God? Remember that the ultimate act of worship is to submit our whole life to God. Submit our whole life to God. Every area of our life, our finances, our time, our service, our mind, our entertainment, submit it all to God. Our relationships, our parenting, our church home, our career, our business, our ministry, submit it all to God. Submission. Ask God to point out any place in your life that is not submitted to him so that you may do that and turn it back over to him. Next, you want to petition. So meditation, confession, adoration, and submission prepares us to go into petition. And what I what I noticed is that my prayer life had only, in the last couple of months, it had only consisted of petition because there were so many needs. Like I was in such a wilderness wilderness place that everything, um, like I felt like my basic needs weren't being addressed. So all I constantly did was bombard God with petition, petition, petition. God, I need this. Help me with this. I need you this. I need this. I need this. I need this. So after you have meditated on God, you confess your sins, you worship and adore him through adoration. You submitted everything about your life to him. Then you go into petition, which is just offering our request to God. And as we do this, I recommend that you pray in the spirit, in your spiritual prayer tongue. If you have one, pray in the spirit. And if you don't have a prayer language yet, I would encourage you to pray and ask God to send you a spirit language to have the Holy Spirit come upon you and give you the utterance of tongues. Because it allows you to pray the perfect will of God. Because it says the Holy Spirit tells us what to pray. He shows us what needs prayer. He gives us the absolute conviction that certain things are in God's will. We have to pray in the Spirit. I start off at praying in the Spirit. I recommend you start off praying in the Spirit. And then you can have prayer points, you know, where you pray for specific things for, and you intercede for specific people situations you know whatever you're going through to resist temptation to pray for wisdom for power for for self restraint you know and then we're going to pray continuously continuously praying praying for these things in our life persisting in our prayer you God pray 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 and so these are the points of prayer but God also told me today in prayer that the reason why I felt that I wasn't getting the same thing that I had in my prior season of my prayer life with God because I wasn't going to prayer I wasn't going expecting to hear from him with the posture of that of a babe you know 
like a babe, when I was a babe in Christ, when I just came to know God, when I was just so hungry to hear any inkling of anything from him, I just went into prayer with such expectation that, oh my God, God is actually going to talk to me. He's going to speak to me. What are you going to tell me, God? Anything he would say, I was just so ready to hear from him. Just like when my children were babies, they were just so excited to spend time with me. Just the expectation of being in my presence was enough. And that was how I felt in the beginning of my time of prayer with God. I now know that God wants me to return back to that expectation of time spent with him. Just to hear from him. What I was doing before was I was going in with a formula in mind that I'm going to pray like this and that God is going to have to answer like that. No, you want to go and allow the spirit to lead you. Go through those steps, allowing the spirit to take the lead and then get to a place where you are just waiting to hear whatever God has for you. Be still and seek him with your whole heart. Heart and wait for him to speak however he wants to speak whether that is scripture whether it's that him giving you something whether is whether that is him telling you to journal sometimes he speaks quickly to me and I have to journal all the things the Holy Spirit saying sometimes he gives me one word sometimes he gives me a scripture sometimes he places a song in my heart sometimes he repeats he loves me sometimes he just gives me an overwhelming presence of love and joy sometimes I just feel his presence and peace that may be what he wants in that moment and I need to be content just be in his presence and however he wants to communicate with me in that time I need to give it to him and not go in with a preconceived notion of what it should look like this is how you bring that ember back up to a roar a roaring fire in you that spirit man being roaring and filled with God's holy presence that's how you get back that place that fire so that he continue to do that work in you so that you can continue to be equipped for what he's called you to that's how you do it it's only there that God can do that work for you it's only there that he can do that you know it's okay to know that you've been to a certain place with God and have memories of how you related with him in the past. But it's also okay for God to do a new thing in you. And for you not to go into an interaction with him with a formula in mind. How would you feel if in any other relationship that you guys went through a formula? When I'm with the, my good girlfriends that I have great relationships with. There is no formula to how we relate. There may be things that we like to do. And so we'll do them at some point. But there is no formula. There is no expectation that I put on our relationship or any time that we spend together. I don't do that. When you're in relation, a romantic relationship, you, there should be no formula. If your husband always went through this formula with you and how to relate, you would, be, you would grow bored and you would be really annoyed. The best relationships are those 
where you're just so happy to be in each other's presence and as things unfold organically you grow you relate you talk you smile you laugh as the situation as it's appropriate for the situation and I am being reminded by that God is reminding me that of today go in as a babe just go in as a babe expecting me to do whatever it is I'm going to do looking to me to lead and guide you just go in with that expected heart with that excitement of I wonder what you're going to tell me today God I wonder what you're going to reveal about yourself today I wonder what you're going to reveal about me today just go in with an, with an excitement to get whatever he wants to give. It's so much more rich, so much more beautiful, so much more lovely. Well, I am just so encouraged. I'm so encouraged. And I hope and I pray that this encourages someone. That when your prayer life grows cold, go back at it these five things in mind being led by the spirit and with, an, with the expectation of that of a babe to get everything that your father has for you well I love you ladies with the love of the Lord and thank you for listening to another episode of the Cherished Daughters Podcast with your host Tavoya Conover be blessed <music>